So hello and welcome to another Rebel City Shot. Um, this shot I just wanted today um, because it's something that I'm like massively passionate about. I'm going to talk today about meditation. Um, a, a wee tiny bit of sort of what meditation is. Um, and how it can impact you and then at the end um might do like a wee sort of couple of minutes meditation for for people so if you've never meditated before it will be guided um it will contain aspects in mind practice and um hopefully give you a sort of insight and maybe get you interested and make you look into it a wee bit more so first of all um what meditation is it that I do um, on a daily basis I do two different types of meditation I do transcendental once a day for 20 minutes and that's the one that's probably a wee bit more out there and then in the evening for 10 minutes I will do a mindfulness practice. I'm going to talk about what both of them are and what I get for them before I give you an example. And the example that I'm going to give you is probably going to be a couple of minutes long and it's going to be more towards the mindfulness one because it's probably the, the one that's easiest to digest for any beginners. So I'll start with Transcendental. Uh, my Transcendental practice consists of 20 minutes every day in the morning when I first get up and it is basically chanting. Now, for practical reasons, I chant internally, uh, silently, and I do it so I mouth the words. You might have heard of like Hare Krishna, like the Hare Krishna chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Hare, Krishna Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Um, I've got my own chant that I've developed and each chant should kind of be individual to each person. I went and got a small amount of training on this and that enabled me to create my own chant. What is this supposed to achieve? Because people might be thinking that's a bit crazy because meditation is a wee bit out there even though it's became more mainstream it's still a wee bit of a, oh really, you meditating among certain circles of people. Um, transcendental meditation for me allows me to access like deeper consciousness. It allows me to consider what what I'm doing and it also gives me sort of control over my thoughts. Now, mindfulness can definitely do this for you as well, but the transcendental stuff, it just gives me this sort of inner peace that I never had before. I would always be kind of angry, um, either things that were happening in my life or things that were out with my control. 
and that sort of chanting transcendental allows you to transcend. Now, if anybody's um, familiar with the Maharishi, um, he was the guy, if anybody's ever watched any sort of Beatles documentary, he was the guy that trained George Harrison, John Lennon and how to meditate and they did a lot of chanting around about the sort of time either just before or just after Sergeant Pepper. A lot of people will say will remember that oh that they they did LSD and that's like quite a popular one when you're young is that oh the Beatles they did acid and they did like hallucinogenics but not a lot of people talk about the the meditation. George Harrison actually stopped taking acid when he started meditating because he felt it gave him the same experience but without the risk of like a bad trip. So that gives you a kind of idea of what state transcendental meditation allows you to access and considering that there's a lot of study going into psilocybin just for um, psychosis and depression I think that transcendental meditation would also help people that are struggling with their mental health um, it allows you to access a different sort of plane of existence a good analogy is that anything that happens out with so let's just say for instance you're trying to make yourself happy and you're trying to improve yourself and the way that you're going about that that's a washing machine if anybody's hearing a clicking noise but the way that you go about that is by improving your social stance improving your house improving your car getting a better job all of which will make you feel better and boost your self-esteem no doubt but will be very short term that's akin to a gardener pruning the flower or giving food to the leaf of a plant and working on your consciousness and working in a state of transcendence and transcending on a daily basis is more akin to watering the roots. It is your internal self that you're working on, nothing external. And if you consider that everything that happens within your brain and the story that you tell yourself builds up actually how you think, feel and act, then I would say that that's vitally important. So that's transcendental. Now, mindfulness and things like headspace that have become more commercially acceptable forms of meditation, they sort of skirt on the surface of the periphery as transcendental. Transcendental goes deeper. Um, but we'll talk. I'm just going to talk very briefly about mindfulness and a couple of places where you can find it, and then we'll do this example and we'll check out of this shot. Um, also, uh, we did a podcast with a teacher of transcendental meditation that I canned um, and kept for a later date just in case I needed an episode. And off the back of this, I'll probably wait a couple of weeks and put it out. But mindfulness, things like Headspace, um, the waking up app, the 
breathe up, breath work, these these types of things. These, I practice this 10 minutes a day and I focus on the breath. Now what these do is, these give you a sense of calm. They allow you to have a, a sort of skill that allows you to forget what you're thinking for 10, 15, 20 minutes and hopefully then you can take that into your day. They bring you into your body and then sort of bring you into your mind and give you an awareness of your thoughts. Now, I think, and I don't know if this is true, but the goal of mindfulness is allowing you to react better to your thoughts. So I believe that things happen in sort of three stages. First, you think. Second, you interpret. And third, you act. Now, what mindfulness is trying to do for me, and again, I don't know if this is actually true, is it's trying to create a buffer between thinking and interpretation and give you a better skill at number two because a lot of people just jump straight from number one to number three, which is think and act. Thinking something and acting on that thought and not interpreting it. And when you can interpret things, so such as so-and-so said something about you or X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be, somebody owes you money, somebody did something that you don't agree with, what mindfulness will give you is the ability to question how to act. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have, somebody's done something, they've reacted, and then they've regretted it. What mindfulness will let you do is feel the emotion. So if it's anger, you feel the anger, then you will question why you feel that anger or even allow you to step back for that emotion, take a breath, interpret what's actually happened and then act accordingly. So if, say, let's find a real example. Right, I've got cats. The cat jumps up and knocks over a, a, a glass and spills water all over the floor and the glass smashes. And that could be your child or anything, right? Let's just say. What a lot of people will do is they'll react to that straight away and just be like, that fucking cat, like, fuck's sake, and shout at the cat. What mindfulness will allow me to do is go, it's a cat. One, what good is shouting at it going to do other than traumatising the poor little cat? And then maybe in five minutes, I'll just feel shit about screaming at my fucking cat. Just as I'm saying that, like, as the universe manifests itself, a cat scratching at the door. <laughs> but what use is that? And you get used to being that angry and reacting in that way. So mindfulness will allow you to not react and sort of think about what you're doing and be thinking, it's just a wee cat. What, what, what am I better doing? I'm better putting my energy into sweeping this up, getting it cleared up, and then petting the fucking cat. I'm not going to get angry at an animal that's just jumped up on something. Doesn't really have the conscious, the consciousness to sort of think, should I, should I not do this? It's just running about and jumping up and stuff. So that's just to give you a sort of example and just for me to talk about, because I've said on plenty of podcasts about how I meditate 
Um, this is just my interpretation of my meditation and what sort of skills it gives me and, and the ability. And with that, we'll just do a small meditation. So I'm just going to get a timer up. And because I'm going to do this mindfully, I'm, I should be able to ignore the cat in the background. But So first of all, just get comfortable. You should try and sit upright if you can. Make sure that your back's straight, that your spine's aligned. If you want to lie down, you can lie down. And just for the first minute or so, we're just going to take in some deep breaths. Just breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Try not to really think about breathing, but just bring an awareness to it. And how to do that is through the physical act. So as you breathe in, feel the coldness on your nostrils. Feel your chest expanding. Feel your diaphragm expanding. And as you breathe out, feel that drop. Feel your body relaxing. What I want you to do now is scan your body for any points of tension. Start at the top of your head and make a physical picture at any points of tension that you've got in your body. Feel your lips touching. Make your way down your chest, down your abdomen. Bring your attention to your arms. If there's any points of tension or sort of worry in your body, breathe into that body part and imagine when you breathe out that that tension is leaving your body. Bring your attention to where you feel weight so either your bum on the chair, your hands on your lap, or if you've got your hands clasped, your fingers touching each other. Make sure that your hands are only gripping 
and that there's a relaxation that's happening in your body as you breathe in and then out. Run your attention down your legs. Make sure that there's no tension in your thighs, your calves. And if there is a tension there, breathe in and imagine the breath rushing to that body part. And as you breathe out, allowing you to relax. Bring your attention to your feet and the floor. As you breathe in, breathe all the way to your feet. And as you breathe out, feel that tension just drop and allow your body to really relax into that. And for the next minute or so, I just want you to breathe. No way any intention or breathing into a body part. But keep your awareness on your body. Make sure that if you start to think about something about your day, that you just bring your attention back to the breath. The coldness in your nostrils. The expanding of your chest. The feeling of that breath leaving through your mouth, your tongue, your teeth. It's okay to think, there's nothing that's going to stop that. But we're just going to do a full minute of silent breathing. Now what I want you to do is just bring your attention back into your body, back into the room, the sounds, the noises that are happening around about you. If there's anything that you've been thinking about that you've been bringing back to the breath, just allow your mind to go to that thought. Bring your attention back to your normal state of being. And then you can open your eyes and just stretch it a wee bit and just have a think about how that felt. I hope that if you followed along that you took something for that, that perhaps the meditation reminded you that the feelings of anxiety that you might feel day to day don't actually exist in your body. Once you go into your body and you actually sort of consider and attend to what's going on, 
there really is nothing there other than a physical awareness of what's going on. Thanks for, like, if you've stayed with me, like, thank you very much. Um, I hope that you took something for that. And if you've got any feedback or if anybody's got any questions about meditation or anything I've spoken about in this shot, then please get in touch on social at Rebel City Paul, at Rebel City Podcast on Twitter. And again, thanks for listening.